Welcome back to the podcast. Good news, guys. Gyms are opening back up. Some are already open. Today, Anthony and I discuss what you as a gym owner should consider when reopening your gym, how you might want to handle your member base, as well as from a member perspective, what you should be looking for from your local gym. We had a great discussion, and as always, we think you guys are going to get a ton out of this. So without further ado, let's get started. It's time to sweat it out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. What's up? What's up, Mendez? How you doing, man? Uh, my brother how's everything dude it's good man going well ready to uh ready to get back to some sort of normalcy uh and you know i'm excited to kind of talk to you about this uh this topic today you know gyms are starting to open back up and i think i'm i know man i think everyone's ready just to kind of get back to 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 you know some sort of everyday activities you know i miss that human connection man i'm it's we've been inside long enough i think you know, people need to start being able to make their own decisions. Dude, I definitely agree, man. And, um, dude, just sitting back now, like, how long has it been already that we've been re- over we've two been months? Sitting at a, over two over months. two months, man. It's 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 time in the sense of where I feel like we all need to, like you said, get that human connection back and and uh, do things. Now, I will tell you. The most important thing is, as much as I agree where we need to all stay safe, it all comes down on how the person person approaches this. And I think it all comes down to how the person behaves in this situation. If you're going to go out there and be a dumbass and start being all over everybody and doing crazy shit and not caring and just being wild, and you know what? Then you're going to be one of those few that ruins it for everybody. Or you're going to just get sick or make other people sick. But if you approach this as, well, things are open. I just got to stay safe. I got to just, you know, not be up in everybody's grill, be able to stay clean. You know, if you got to wear the mask, you wear the mask in the areas you got to wear it and you just follow the rules. That's it. And that's how everybody can get back to a more normalcy level of living. I would say, you know, but I think it definitely takes the effort of, of everybody out there to play their part. I mean, it's pretty simple in my opinion. Right. And again, these are just my thoughts. Your thoughts are just your thoughts. Like, you know, we're, we're not experts in virology or economy or anything. Right. So if you're sick, stay home. If you're in the elderly population, stay home. If you have underlying conditions like, you know, diabetes or heart disease or emphysema or asthma, stay home. Right. If you're going to be around people who are at risk, wear a mask and maybe wear gloves. If you're around a bunch of 12 year olds, probably not the biggest deal. Right. So again, I think that everyone needs to start making their own decisions um it 
it's time, man. You know, like we, we gotta, we gotta open things back up. People gotta start working again. I could, I mean, I feel really blessed in the fact that, you know, I've been able to still work and, uh, train my clients, some on FaceTime, some in person, keeping social distancing, uh, in order. But for those people who, you know, work in restaurants, for those people who, you know, work in hotels, a lot of people down here in Miami, especially, you know, affected by that because our whole into our whole, you know, revenue stream is generated from hospitality. So I feel really bad for those people, man. And the fact that, you know, you have some States like California, like saying that they're going to stay locked down in some fashion until there's a uh, vaccine. You yeah. Know, that's, I was, how do you I do that? that? Yeah, I know, man. That's crazy. And you can hear, you can, you can see and, and hear how people are getting restless out there and, and, and they're, they're getting upset and they're starting to push. So I, you know, and I would, I would be upset too at, at a certain point if I'm going to be held tied down for so long, because the thing is too, man, there's a lot of good people who are out there who, you know, who will approach this the right way and are being held back and they're suffering for that. Um, and it's like I said, like I was saying, at the end of the day, you use your common sense. You know what you should do and you know what you should do. Like plain and simple. Like Doss said, if you're sick, you know what to do. And just be smart about making those decisions. And if you can do that, you're gonna make a you're gonna make everything much easier for everybody else and for the systems if you play your part. And 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 I think that's the most important thing. And if and if you're getting back into some normalcy, like if you're somewhere, like just be aware too. Like if you use certain things, okay, be aware of cleaning up after yourself. A lot of people don't even clean up after themselves, even before the whole Corona, you know? So clean up after yourself, you know, wipe your shit down if you used it, you know, plain and simple. Like if you're at the gym, which Josh is saying, certain gyms are opening up again, and that's something we definitely want to talk about, um, you know, just wipe down your machine, you know, go get some of those those wipes, wipe them down. Make sure your, your sweat is not on there. Make sure you wipe it down well. And that's it. And you play your part by doing that already. And you're protecting the next person. And you're also protecting yourself. If you wipe it down beforehand, just in case. Now, I mean, let's kind of dive right into it then, man. You know, uh, you started off great by saying, you know, on a personal level, you need to take responsibility for, your actions. If you use a piece of equipment, you should be wiping it down. If you're a trainer and your client who's paying you uses a piece of equipment, you need to wipe it down if they don't do yes. it themselves. Right. Uh, you know, I see a lot of trainers not doing that. When I worked at Equinox, that was a big thing that I always did was kind of like go around and wipe down all the benches and the dumbbells and the kettlebells and stuff when I wasn't busy because I didn't see a lot of people doing that. And I've seen a lot of people, some of my friends who work in fitness have gotten staph infections from gyms and, you know, that can kill you in itself, right? Mm -hmm. People don't even take that into consideration, right? Like how many people going to a gym on an everyday basis and even think about staph infections? Very, very few, very few, you know? But they're, they're going to be freaking out about coronavirus, which is understandable, right? I'm not saying that you shouldn't be slightly concerned about coronavirus, but you don't even think about staph infection before you use equipment 
or after you use equipment, you know? So I think across the board, people need to be more cognizant of these things, right? Especially if we're going to be making such a big deal about everything going forward, you know? Um, exactly. And I saw, you know, I don't really know how many people are going to be going back to gyms right away. Like I saw John Russin, Dr. John Russin, shout out to, to Dr. Russin, one of the, uh, one of the real, you know, influencers. I mean, I'm saying that in a, in a positive way, not in a, not in a negative way, you know, like Dr. Russin's great. And he, he, uh, had a poll on his Instagram the other day. And I think like fifth in the, in the poll was, you know, are you going to feel confident going back into the gym, you know, once it reopens? And I think 54% said that they would or, and 46% said that they wouldn't or vice versa. I couldn't remember uh, which way it was, but I think it was 54 and 46%. I have to check again. Wow. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not surprised by that though. You know, I thought that in the conversations that I've had with my clients, a lot of them don't want to go back to a gym setting. You know, they're fine with working out outdoors. They're fine with having me come to their house. I know not everyone can hire a personal trainer to travel to them or, you know, has access to uh, a nice outdoor facility like we do here uh, on Miami Beach, Muscle Beach. Um, you know, but for those of you who do, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, and I wouldn't be shocked at all if they decided, like, nah, that's, that's not the route we need to take anymore. We don't need to be spending, you know, $200 a month on a gym membership. This to be successful, right? Because if everyone else is successful, then the industry as a whole is more successful, which means my career and my, and the thing that I'm passionate about, right? Fitness will, will be in better standing over the long haul. But it's just a reality, right? Like some people are not going to be going back to gyms for a very long time, if at a, if ever again. Um, it's the truth. And how are gyms going to prepare for that, man? Like, have you talked to who in your clientele or who in your circle uh, have you talked to about this and what have they been saying? Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's one of those things where like you said it's going to be very interesting first of all due to the fact where gyms are going to open but you know the client might not want to go and um, they might feel like they're not ready to go themselves mentally or they feel that they feel that the environment is not safe for them um or they're just scared to go out in the real world or they're just used to now liking their new at-home workouts you know maybe they see okay i'm getting results at home and i like that you know and it's easier for me and it's just um, it, it's, it's right there and it's now, you know, so you're going to have different people with different, different things. And, um, but at the same time, I do agree that there are going to be people who do want to get back into it. So you are going to get the same, you are going to get people who want to go back to that gym environment and be able to just get out of home and not have to work from home and see a different change. My whole thing is this is where gyms need to be smart. And I think what they need to do is really sit down and look at their members list and when they start getting responses and surveys, and I think instead of, instead of, instead of taking a no from somebody who might not be interested in using the gym anymore, well, how can we, how can we work with you to still have you as our gym member and provide you top service, but we can provide you a different type of membership. 
and you can still be part of our gym platform, but it could be online, you know, or maybe it could be hybrid when you can come in and utilize the gym, um, certain amount of times a, a week, or you have access to our virtual training for a certain amount of time. And, you know, you could do both methods right there in one, you know, or if you want one, then you can have just one. But now as a gym, I think what they need to do is follow up with the, with their members right before now, now that the gyms are opening and before even some of the rest of the gyms open up, I would say, follow up with your members, ask them, how are they doing? What, what are they, are, are, do they have any worries? Um, are they looking, how are they, you know, are they excited that the gyms are opening up again? Get feedback on them, ask questions and see what they respond with. Maybe create a survey asking different questions. What would they like moving forward? Um, what would they like to see change? What would it make them feel part of that gym community changing moving forward? If you make them feel that they're part of that change, they're going to want to continue with it and be part of that because they're going to feel like they're having a, 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 a piece of that change of what you're going to create moving forward for their success. And if you can put in there and create that survey, you can now kind of vet out, you can start vetting out. Okay. Well, these members on this survey, they said that they still like coming to the gym and these members of this many percent said that they want to, they like virtual training, not more that they're really loving that at home exercises. These people like the in between, they like at home and in house. Well, now that gives you an idea of what your old model used to be. And now kind of have, you have, might have to shift because you don't want to lose the revenue you were getting before and how you can maintain that revenue. But now you can meet their needs by adapting to what has happened and offering new offers and still making feel like you're part of this community, whether you're Equinox, LA Fitness, whether you're a boutique gym, whatever it is, if you can implement this new model moving forward and not just stay stuck on how you were doing things before, because that's how you only did things. Well, I think you're going to have success. And I think that the great thing is you're actually in a better position than, than even independent trainers, coaches themselves, just because you still have a pool of leads and a pool of members you have sitting there. So really, you you're think in the that position, I think you think yeah, that they're I, in a better position more, than like than private I trainers. Think, Cause I think that that's what I, I think that's the industry that's going to start booming. Well, I'm saying in the sense of better position, what I mean, better position is better position in the sense of that they have more leads than us coaches right now. I think in that way. Yes. I think in the sense of like for big gyms, we're talking about gym, big gyms. We're talking about like LA fitness, Equinox, who are massive gyms. They have thousands and thousands of members. Right, but the, but the amount of coaches. but the amount of of leads that they need to generate in order to be successful are much larger than what you and I need to to be successful in what we would consider, you know, a successful business, right? Like you and I might not no, only you and I might only need a couple leads a month, man, in order to like keep ourselves busy. Whereas, you know, Equinox is going to need thousands upon, you know, tens of thousands of leads every month. You, you, you saw how hard those membership advisors, you know, worked a lot of the time trying to generate new leads. It was, you know, it was brutal to see sometimes and, you know, how much they were struggling to try to generate enough income and generate enough sales month in and month out, especially down here in the state of Florida, where we have access to so many amenity uh, facilities, right? Like uh, condo gyms and boutique gyms and places like Berries and Flywheel and, and outdoor spaces like Muscle Beach and parks. 
right? Like, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you in in saying that you know they they have a much larger base to pull from, but I don't think that it's going to be easier for them than it would be for for private trainers, right? Because again, I think that people are going to want that personal touch to make sure that they're safe. I think if you can afford no, it, sure. you're going to go for it now. You know, if you were questioning it now, maybe more than ever, you're going to you're going to just pull the trigger on it because you again, also you want to double down on your health, right? Like if it hasn't become evident and I've said this before on the podcast, so if you if it hasn't become evident that you need to start taking care of your health so that you can try to make your immune system as resilient as possible so that you can combat viruses like this, Then you're, then, you know, I, I don't even know what you're doing anymore. You know, if you're not, if you're not starting to understand how important it is to exercise and eat healthy and sleep, for sure. you know, getting quality sleep. And a lot of people need help with that, man. You know, and I think, I think now with, you know, online training and everything kind of taking an even bigger push because of the, the coronavirus lockdown and at home training. I think you're going to see a lot of people trying to look out uh, and reach out to coaches. It might not be in person, but online and, you know, maybe, uh, maybe like you said, the hybrid model where you see gyms doing that. I think you're going to start to see some trainers doing that. I know I'm going to be getting into that a lot more. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see, man. I don't think really anyone knows. You know, I think you made some very valid points though about how Equinox and these big gyms are going to, you know, have, have to, you know, pull from that pool of of uh leads you know they're gonna have to dig deep that's what i was saying like talking about them specifically and i really think that the coaching individual coaching industry is gonna boom i think it's a great time for coaches to really go out there and attack i did i was more saying in the standpoint of if if a big box gym or uh even a medium-sized boutique if they want to survive and boom they have to approach things differently. They have to start thinking differently and oh, they have absolutely. to start applying those new, those new methods. And that's where I was saying that they have a bigger lead base where they have the opportunity. If they approach it the right way, they can retain a lot of their clientele um, if they approach it the right way. And I think it's, it has going to have to do with following up, creating surveys. And then from there, really, really seeing how they can implement a new system that can meet those people's needs not just in the gym anymore. And I think that's going to be the new thing is, okay, as a trainer coach, we're always meeting their needs in a gym environment. How can we meet their needs now in the virtual world? All right. So let me, and that's going to be different. So let me ask you this one thing, right? So, uh, Equinox, one, one way of, of gyms doing this already, right? Is Equinox has, uh, announced their standard of, of, uh, hygiene or cleanliness. I can't, let me, let me look it up and see exactly what they said. So I don't butcher it, but, uh, it basically laid out their plan. Okay. Here it is. Um, the Equinox standard of health, safety, and cleanliness. Have you seen this? Have you read about this? See, you like the post. Sorry, no, but I couldn't hear you. Uh, the Equinox standard of health, safety, and cleanliness, right? Like this is one way in which, uh, companies, right? Equinox usually is in the forefront of education and stuff. I mean, I have my own qualms with some yeah. of the things they do, but overall, 
you know, it's much better than LA Fitness or Lifetime or, you know, Crunch. Uh, and what what are your thoughts on their how they're handling, one, the announcement? Like, what did you think about the way that they said they're going to go uh, about reopening their gyms and how they're going to handle cleaning everything and social distancing? So, one, what are your thoughts about that? And two, have you kind of gone through these comments and seen, like, what some of these what some of their members are are saying you know there's a lot of people really uh from my from my point of view are really confused as to like the terminology and how many times they're going to be able to use a gym so have you have you heard of any one i know you know you having worked at equinox probably still know a lot of people who work there and who are members there so i kind of want to get your take on the equinox standard of health safety and cleanliness so I haven't actually done too much into the Equinox per se, but I will tell you that um, I think the whole thing here is, is, is if, if people are going to say something and, and, and say like, okay, we're going to approach things like this. I think the other thing, the other thing too is, okay, are you going to actually take action on make being consistent on certain things to keep our club safe, keep members safe? Um, you know, because as we all know that, Gyms can be seeing stuff, but many times we see where they're not applying that. And right. it might be applied at the, it might be applied at the beginning, but then they get comfortable yeah. and the staff gets comfortable. Right. And then the same application is not the same anymore. So I think that's where a lot of the trust in the clientele, once they see if they do go back and they see that, okay, well they did it for two weeks. Well, now it's a month and they've slowed down, and there's no more this, there's no more wipes over here. Why aren't there wipes? Why haven't they filled up the wipes um, thing over here? You know, why are they having this? I don't see, you know, I don't see the guy doing his round like he used to before. So I think it's all who can be the most consistent um, um, gym company providing that level of, of urgency and safety, and then providing that urgency the way that they want to provide value and also too the way that they want to make money, you know, the same way that they're going to be urgent on making their money and getting after people to close them in sales. Well, they're going to have to match that urgency with safety because, um, I think once people see that, that safety starts going downhill, you're going to get those people who do take safety seriously and you know, who do see that quality go down and they're not going to be there. They will leave. So I think, Gyms are going to also compete on who is the safest gym providing the most high quality safety protocols consistently for a long period of time. Yeah, and I think those are the ones that are going to do better too. So I think that's another big thing that people need to think about is you got to match your safety goals with your money making goals if you're a gym, right? And really say, well, this is how urgent we are to make money. Well, this is how urgent we are to keep our gym safe. Right. And I mean, we need to you got to give them credit for producing at a high level. Listen, I mean, you and I both have our own qualms with Equinox at times, uh, you know, having an insider look on things. Uh, but you got to give them a lot of credit here, right? Like coming out, being the first first major uh, gym chain, as they, they usually are, right? Uh, coming out and, and saying, like, listen, this is the standard by which we're going to hold our clubs to uh, in order to keep you guys safe and, you know, it might not be perfect. It might not be what everyone wants to hear. 
you know, I know some people are, you know, getting on their, their case about potentially only being allowed in three days a week. I know that there were some challenges going on with the wording of that and, and what that really meant in the comment section when I was going through it the other day. But again, right. No one's perfect. You can only kind of implement, uh, some sort of plan and see how it works and try to refine it over time. Again, this is all new for all of us. So you gotta, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of the first people to jump on Equinox when they do something wrong. Uh, so I'm going to be one of the first people to say, you know, I think that they're, they're right on top of it when it comes to, you know, coming out and saying, listen, we're at least going to try to do things to keep you guys safe. And I think, and I hope, you know, moving forward as gyms start to open back up or even before, if the, if you're smart, you'll, you'll create a plan beforehand before you open up where, you know, you can say, okay, you know, I want to instill some sort of confidence in my member base that I'm thinking of their health first and Unfortunately, right now you kind of have, you know, not you kind of have to, you, you must put their health first over you making profit, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure most gym owners are just super excited to open back up anyway, right? And kind of see yeah. their members. I know I'm super excited just to kind of get back out there and see my clients, uh, as I'm sure you are. Uh, but, you know, kudos Equinox for, for taking that step first and, and saying, like, listen, we're going to put your health uh, at the forefront of, of our business moving forward until we can figure things out a little more. I agree, man. And I think, you know, if, if setting a statement like that, I think can also be a great way to be able to show that they're the leaders, like we said, in the industry, in the big box gyms. And hopefully a lot of these other gyms can replicate that same leadership. Now, like I said, you know, it's it, it, the, the whole proven test is, okay, now it's time to back up what you're saying. And I know Equinox um, always has done a pretty good job at uh, maintaining, you know, uh, at the top of the big box gym chain. So I don't, I don't, I don't doubt that they won't do well, but I think they're going to be, that's where the testing is going to come into. Okay. This is what you said. Let's see it happen. You know, and I think every gym has to now take into consideration what, what um, Equinox came out with. If you're a big box gym, especially, and um, see how you're going to approach it, you know, like you said, planning for it. And I think another big key thing here is um, you're going to see what gyms are sticking out in the sense of the type of quality of products that they're using to keep their gyms safe. And I think that's another thing that's going to be important is that if you're a gym, don't half-ass, try to save money by buying the cheapest, you know, products that are probably not the best for your people anyways in another way. In another way you know, chemically wise and that um, can harm you in other ways and are probably not going to produce you the best results either cleaning wise. So don't, don't, don't go on the cheap end just to save some money and give the impression that you're staying safe. Like if you're going to keep people safe, do with the intent that you're going to buy the best possible products that you can buy to be able to keep them safe. And I think that's another thing that people are going to really keep an eye out, especially, you know, those at home moms, all that stuff. They know what they're looking for. If they see something that they know that is not good quality, they will pinpoint that shit out. And you know what I'm talking about. So um, even even in, in clubs that I've worked before with all this stuff, they point pinpointed random little things that are like little accessories and things to clean and things. And they're like, that is really bad quality. You know, this is not 
you know, so, and I'm paying this. So I know, I know how people are. And look, I know it can be frustrating as a gym owner, but at the end of the day, you'll save yourself money in the long run. You'll save yourself arguments and you'll actually stand out even better and you'll provide a higher quality service. Yep. I couldn't agree more, man. I think at the end of the day, it's up to the consumer. This is America after all, right? It's up to the consumer to make the right decision for them. You know, and as a business, you're going to have to adjust as you see fit in order to stay uh, alive in this. You know, because there's people who get into owning gyms thinking they're going to become millionaires are soon to find out how wrong that notion really is, right? Um, Owning a gym for those, I you know, I've never owned a gym, but from talking and having a lot of conversations with people who do own gyms, you know, it's a very thin margin uh, of profit for a lot of those guys. So uh, it's going to take a lot of assessing, you know, and, and, and adjustment from the gym owner perspective and making sure that you're, you know, instilling that confidence that we were talking about within your, your member base. And as a member, you have to make the, the right decision for you. You know, no one's going to fault you. Uh, if you decide that you want to stay home because you think that's a little more safe or if you think that another gym is maybe holding a, a little higher standard of cleanliness, it it is what it is, right? So, you know, just be informed, right? That's really, I think, all uh, Anthony and I want uh, you who are listening to understand is that, you know, become, in, become informed before you make these decisions. Don't just try to you know, make them based off of a whim or because your friends are doing something right. Do something because it's the right decision for you. Exactly. And, you know, uh, just, I think another important thing, look, we've been talking about the gym. We've been talking about what the gym should be doing. We talked about how the gyms can approach it. And we talked about how, you know, the, the Equinox sending out that statement that's, and that's amazing. But I think also another thing that we need to talk about, and I think it's not just the gym, but I think it's also, which we kind of talked about it in general, but not talking more gym specific, um, as, the, as the member or the customer, you need to play your part and help the gyms out. You need to take in and step in by, like we were saying, wipe down your machine, you know, throw things away, you know, make sure your hands are clean. You know, make sure you, if you're sweat, if you're somebody who sweats like crazy, have a towel with you and just be cautious of drying yourself up more often. You know, there's other things that you can do as a gym member to help your club stay at a, at a tip top safety um, level. And by you doing that, you're serving your community and your club and you're helping them as well. You're helping them by supporting them with what they're doing by you putting your part, you know, because as much as we want to say just we, as much as we want to say the gym at the end of the day, it also comes down to the members playing a big part of helping to keep that gym quality up to par, you know, and making sure that the gym is safe for your other members that you're there with for your friends, maybe family members you have in there too coming in and for the, the coaches and the managers that you work with. So you providing your end of safety in that club is also going to be a huge, huge effect on the way that these clubs are going to operate. 
So please, I beg of you guys, do your part as well. As much as the gym needs to do theirs, you as a gym member, do your part. So that way we can all win. Yeah, we're in this together, guys. Uh, and also, Anthony and I want to hear your your thoughts on the topic, right? Are you going to be going back to your local gym? Are you going to be going back to your big box gym like Equinox or LA Fitness? Or are you going to stick with the at-home and outdoor workouts? Uh, what's your reasoning behind that as well, right? Send us a message mm-hmm. at Mendes Fitness on Instagram at the movement coach, the MVMT coach at Mendes fitness. That's Anthony, Anthony's Instagram. Hit us up. We want to hear from you guys as always until next time. Thank you for listening to sweat it out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. Enjoyed this episode. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review.